Chris Williamson came out of nowhere. The UK Tim Ferriss lookalike, or at least that's what I like to call him, and his podcast, Modern Wisdom, have combined mental health, fitness, self-development, and all of the other types of self-improvement into one coherent show called, again, Modern Wisdom. The UK Tim Ferriss lookalike, as I like to call him, and his podcast, Modern Wisdom, sprung up only in the last few years. Modern Wisdom has spread far and wide, combining mental health, self-development, and mindfulness as most of these jacked, high IQ guys like to do on their podcasts. And I'm looking at you, Hermosi. Coming into this video, I thought it would be simple. I thought it would be the same thing I did for Joe Rogan and Alex Hermosi and the other reviews that we've done. But this time, I decided to flip the script. I decided to reach out to Chris himself to see if he would like to answer a few of the comments that folks on Reddit and YouTube have made about the podcast, but we're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. And if you're new here, by the end of this thing, we're going to give this podcast a rating from 1 to 10, a podcast producer score. On top of that, we're going to let you know if this podcast is worth the listen, and especially in a two-hour podcast like this, you'd want to know if it's worth your time before diving in to a long episode. So before I dive into any of the criticisms I have about this podcast, I have to say that Chris is almost spotless. He doesn't have a vaccine moment. No, I'm not talking about the RFK type vaccine. I'm talking the, about the Joe Rogan vaccine moment where this happens sometimes. Basically, people say something on their show or on their podcast that most people would agree they shouldn't have said, right? And then instead of not making an apology, but instead of acknowledging it directly, they double down on it, right? We saw this happen during COVID with Joe Rogan and the vaccine. Chris doesn't have any of these moments. He's basically spotless, though I do have some real criticisms about the show. I have to say it's kind of hard to judge this guy. He's really hasn't been out there on the internet long enough for him to fuck up in a massive way and have everybody come after him. But that being said, I'm going to find a couple reasons to criticize the show. Chris Williamson is one of the smartest, most intelligent, highest IQ nightclub promoters I've ever seen. What nightclub promoter knows more about women's sexual patterns than this guy? I've never seen one more interested in the topic. And right now you're experiencing what Chris loves to reference as the Dunning-Kruger effect where you can't tell if I'm being serious or if I'm joking. I think it's pretty obvious on this one. Back to it, Chris is obsessed with dating, and more specifically, the differences between men and women in the modern dating world. He also pushed back against the black pill narrative, and if you're like me, I don't know what the fuck that means, because I'm not sitting on the internet judging other people's opinions all day, except unless they have a podcast. But he seemed to push back against that entire narrative, too. Chris talking about dating is basically like Joe Rogan talking about MMA, Egypt, or stand-up comedy. Don't bring it up at all costs unless you want to sacrifice over 50% of the episode. The first time he brings it up, it's cool, right? I understand. I like the topic. The second time he brings it up, I lose 
less attention. And the third time he brings it up, I chuck my iPhone 8 across the room because I'm single, broke, and re the reality of the situation is I watch too many Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz episodes from back in the day, and I just really miss how the podcast used to be. Anyway, back to Chris. Chris's story from nightclub promoter to podcaster works. It's fine. It's not the best story we've seen, but it's that typical. I was successful in one thing. I didn't really like it. Now I'm successful in another thing. Great. We get it. It's not as serendipitous as Tim Ferriss's rise to fame in podcasting. It's not as wild and gay as Tim Dillon's. All great podcasters, but nonetheless, Chris's story is just okay. So now allow me to add a little suspense to his story, though. We're going to give him a little credit, and we're going to add some meat to the bone that I don't think he's ever shared on the podcast before. I'm an actual podcast producer. I've helped produce a couple thousand episodes, helped over 100 podcasters launch their show, and I'm kind of in this podcasting world. One day, one of my competitors booked a call with me. The name of the company may or may not rhyme with rodcast.blow. And Chris Williamson's name came up because we were talking about modern wisdom. They told me that a few years back, they had actually interviewed Chris for a job at the company. And guess what? They didn't even hire him. You hear that? They didn't even hire Chris Williamson. Now imagine not hiring this guy and then he goes out to make one of the biggest podcasts in the modern world uh, in self-development and mental health. It's just crazy to think that. Basically, Chris wanted to get into the podcasting world. He figured, I'll go apply for a massive podcast production company out of the UK. And they said, hey, fuck off, mate. And that's probably not even the right accent, but somebody had an accent. That's what they said. And Chris went on to then start this now wildly successful podcast. So there's a story that I wasn't supposed to tell, but who cares? This is podcasting. Nobody else here is stirring the pot and I have no problem stirring it up a little bit. And you know what? Come to think about it, that's probably why they booked a call with me. A rapper turned LinkedIn influencer, and that's probably the best praise that I could give myself because their podcast and their content was probably absolutely killing it, right? I mean, why else would they need to talk to me? It's not like I gave them any advice. All right, let's keep it going. Another thing that really grinds my gears about Chris's podcast is the preparation. And it's not the preparation before the episode, it's the preparation during the episode. Now, if you see me on my podcast, I may have a notebook like this right in front of me. That's normal, right? I get that. But Chris has a fucking iPad in front of him. And now you would think for a guy that gives us the technology is changing us vibes, he wouldn't literally have a screen in front of him while he's sitting down with Sam Harris for two hours or Alex Hermosi or one of these people in society that has all this wisdom, right? But he does it anyway, okay? And I get having the notes, right? It's just, you can even see in the Sam Harris episode, if you watch closely, he acknowledges it, he sees it. He's just the slightest bit off put, but Sam is so well put together that it doesn't really phase him or at least he's not letting it phase him. Um, but I got to say, it's rude. At the highest extent, it's rude. I would just say it's not necessary. 
Right now I have a laptop in front of me, but I'm trying as hard as I can to always look at the camera and I'm not reading off of it. You can tell in Chris's interviews that he, once the guest is talking for 10 or 20 seconds, that's when he'll go back to the iPad so then they can pan the camera to the guest, pan it away from Chris so people don't see him scrolling and reading it. I get it, man. You want to be prepared. You want to have notes. You want to make sure you don't forget anything. But is that at the expense of an organic conversation? Is that at the expense of a rabbit hole? Is that at the expense of the guest just being a little bit uncomfortable with a screen being right in front of you? I guess we're so used to screens now that it doesn't matter. But as a watcher, that's something that I noticed and it was just a little off-putting to me. So that's going to be the final criticism I have here for Chris before we get into the review of the show. So remember when I said that I reached out to Chris? Well, I looked up his contact information. I reached out to his agent, and this is what they said. Yep, crickets. I know, I didn't expect them to get back. I mean, I'm only a massive figure in the podcasting industry, guys. Come on, let's go here. I got a lot of people behind me. Anyway, I tried, man. I tried to reach out to them. I tried to see if Chris would come on and answer a few comments with me and have a little bit of fun. But f oh, fuck, I, I fucking forgot the part about be it being fun and lighthearted. Uh, maybe I should have included that, but it's all good, man. Anyway, uh, Chris, the invitation is still extended to you. Um, I did air out a little laundry here, a little dirty laundry. So um, but we got to stir the fucking pot in the podcast industry, man. How else am I supposed to come up? I can't come up off sheer talent and skill. I got to roast people and hope they respond and then grab all the followers that like that type of thing. And that's the strategy, man. This is the fucking internet. And this is what we do. Now for the official review. I'm going to give Chris's podcast a six out of ten. To his credit, he's more well prepared than most. The video quality is incredible. It's 4K, 6K, 8K, or some shit like that. There's a range of topics, but there's not really a focus on wisdom. In terms of the content, it's mostly about dating. If anything, this show should be called Modern Information or Modern Dating. I think Chris found himself interested in dating after everything. He came into this wanting to change his life actively changing it, leaving an industry that he didn't love, to now launching and starting a podcast, interviewing some of the most wise people in the world. When it comes to the interviews, there is wisdom there, right? When you have the Sam Harris's of the world on for two hours. But when it comes to Chris as a person, and this is a review of the podcast, but him being such a fixture of the podcast, I have to mention it, when it comes to Chris as a person, this is more information or maybe dating wisdom than it is just general modern wisdom. But my hunch is that in 20 to 30 years, Chris is going to have a lot of real wisdom and he won't need to extract it out of his guest or pull it from quotes and quips that he loves to toss into the episode to make himself sound smart. I truly think that he does love these quotes and these kind of phrases that he pulls out in paragraphs that he reads to a guest just for the guest to just nod and say, I agree. I think he loves that stuff, but you don't need it, Chris. If you don't have the wisdom, put it all on the guest, extract the wisdom from them, re-summarize. Anyway, this is a dating show, at least 60% of it. It's not really modern wisdom in the wisdom sense. 
It's more so another Tim Ferriss-esque interview show. And I got to give Chris credit once again. He's much easier to listen to than Tim Ferriss in a lot of ways. And I've been an avid listener of his podcast probably as long as I've been listening to Joe Rogan. So that's definitely a compliment. You got a lot here, Chris. Six out of 10 is my final number. And that is my review of Modern Wisdom by Chris Williamson. Do you agree with the six out of 10? Are you a fan of the show? Let me know in the comments. If you hated the review, if you loved it, it doesn't matter. Let me know in the comments below. And I cannot make these videos without you. Over a thousand people have already subscribed. I'd love for you to be one of them and it only takes half a second. There's gonna be a little button below the video and make sure you click that. I'm Ryan, founder of Podcast Principles. This is what I help people to do, start and launch their podcast. So if you're looking to do that, we don't have any sponsors on these videos. It's just us, it's just what we do. We've helped 100 people just like you start and grow their podcast as well. So there's gonna be a link in the show notes or description, whether you're watching or listening, to click that and book a call with me personally so we can talk about your idea. This has been another episode of Bobcast brought to you by Podcast Principles, and we're on every platform, even the ones nobody uses. We'll catch you next week for the next episode.